wonder what Connie's up to right now. Welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration in education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your little anime orphan Annie. I was going to sing a song from Annie, but then I'd never seen it, so. The sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. I was trying to think, how could we anime an Annie song? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that uh, creative. Uh, I can't think that fast on my feet. <laughs> I don't know nearly enough Japanese, by which I mean any. Mm. <laughs> you think watching anime for uh, 20 years would help? <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. No. <laughs> That's my secret, Capt. I'm dumb all the time. <laughs> Japanese is hard. I got into learning it's... Japanese on Duolingo again, and it's really hard, and I've already given up. Oh. Yeah, I I tried on Duolingo, and once it got to like, hey, actually say sentences, I was like, uh, wh- wh- what? It's because <laughs> it doesn't yeah. teach you the grammatical rules. It just teaches yeah, you Yeah, that's sentences. my biggest problem. This is now a call-out <laughs> Duolingo. We're gonna beat up the Duolingo owl. Anime, why is your language so tough? Hey, that's not the problem. Duolingo oh. is. <laughs> Oh, Duolingo, okay. be a better teacher. Yeah. <laughs> teach me about sentence structure. Hey, free <laughs> apps. Teach me better. Be better. God. I'm not going to anyway, give you money. Anyway, we should stop be talking better. about it before the Duolingo owl comes and murders our families. You know, be my ass in. <laughs> yeah. So, what do we have going on this week, Dana? This week, I have chosen to watch The Promised Neverland. Ooh. Which is a newer-ish anime? Does it I involve think it came Michael out in Jackson? 2018? Yeah, let me. I think okay. it's new. Yeah. No, it doesn't, Brendan. <laughs> it doesn't. No. Okay, we're safe then. No. Uh. Mm. Um. I think it's this year, actually. Hmm. Google told Was me it? release well. December 2020, so that's not right. Oh, okay. That, that can't, maybe no. the second season. Yeah, it's the second season. Yeah, probably. Uh. But yeah, manga came out 2016, anime uh, January 2019, so wow, a little, uh, just about a year. Ooh. Just, a, just a fresh, fresh anime babe. It's the anniversary. The anime-versary. Yeah. Mm. Anime. Look at that. Uh, I have only seen the first episode, but uh, boy, am I excited for all of us to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll say. Feel for it. <laughs> no Is this a Brendan? Yes. You're excited for us to watch it. And <laughs> that you want us to suffer? Um, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> I apologize for Rave Master. I didn't think it would be that bad. <laughs> oh, you knew exactly what it was. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I knew. I, I noticed. Knew it wasn't good, I noticed but. on the. Uh, I noticed on our Google Doc sheet, you uh, you put floored Dana. <laughs> <laughs> well, because now we've gotten two shows that's floored each co-host. Now we got to try and get all of us on the ground. we got to find one that's that just true. sent me on the ground reeling. See, that's that's our problem. What What do you pick to send someone who picks the most <laughs> to the floor? <laughs> Good luck. Well, maybe it'll be this. Who knows? <laughs> have either of you heard of it or know anything about it uh no i am not familiar i believe uh our artist uh camille mm-hmm. who did our uh album art uh recommended it to us yeah uh but yeah that's as much as i've heard of it <laughs> excellent yeah after she recommended it to us and i just saw a lot of buzz about it online i started reading the manga so I'm well-versed in oh. the Neverland of Promises. Very good. Yes. I'm excited to see Patrick's reaction. Oh, boy. You're both <laughs> scaring me now. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> so yeah, we're gonna watch the first three episodes. Let's go. Let's do it. <coughs> Keep that. Turns out leaving Neverland is more applicable than I thought. <laughs> Ew. And also, uh, yeah. No no, thank you, but... Real, yeah. qu- real question, which is the better Neverland? The one where you get eaten by monsters? Or the one with Michael Jackson? <laughs> I'm going monsters. Very bad. I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah, Back we'll leave it on. There's monsters in both. Anyways. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah uh-huh. this uh this this took some turns. This took some twists. This this left me in suspense. Yeah. Let's That first episode get you get you by the goods. Yeah, it sure <laughs> does. Woof. Woof. Oh, All right. So, episode 1. We have some gated children. Uh they've never been outside, but uh well, same. Big same. <laughs> They've been outside, like, in the sunlight, but oh. they've never been uh, outside the, like, orphanage grounds. The property. Yeah. Um, and they talk about, uh, I don't like, in the English dub, they call her mom, and I just feel like that's so, like, weird. I like mama. Like, I think it, like, adds something. You know what I mean? Mama. <laughs> but I'm going to call her mama. So, okay. uh, yeah, Isabella. I do like that more. Yeah, Isabella, Mama. Um, she has told the kids not to go near the gate because, uh, and the fence because it is dangerous. And, um, they, the three of them, there are three kids there's Emma, Ray, and Norman. Uh, mm-hmm. they're talking about what they would do if they were outside. And Emma says she wants to ride a giraffe. Ray is kind of like, I don't know what I would do. And then Norman wonders what the gate and the fence are protecting them from. And Ray looks suspicious, just as he does the whole time. Always. <laughs> he seems like he knows things. He's a little sneak. Yeah. Um, and then we get the opening. Um, the song is okay. Like, I don't really like the song a lot, but I like the opening. Like, I think the visuals are really neat. Oh, the the song's... A genuine bop up there for me. That's yeah, I was liking it. Sure, yeah, I figured it. you guys would. Yeah, um, but also... I really, I just feel like uh, all of the visuals of like all of the kids are like really cool, like intro uh, introductions to them. I don't know. Yeah, it's it does the you know standard anime opening where it's like here's the bunch you know each kid gets their own uh, like kind of portrait, but it does it in a very stylized way that's not just generic, like, sitting on a rooftop watching the sunset at high school. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does it well. Yeah. Um, so after the opening, it's, uh, it's six o'clock in the morning, and it's time to wake up. And Emma kind of wakes up first, and she gets everybody else up. So she is, uh, one of the older kids, as are Norman and Ray. Um, but she is, like, really like the mom friend and like the caretaker kid little mama little mama um and we see a calendar with the date circled on it and it's labeled connie Ooh, ooh, wonder why maybe it's her birthday i was just about to say (laughs) yeah maybe she'll get cake today let's see what happens yeah something special a nice surprise yeah Yeah. nothing but good stuff for connie today (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, so, uh, Emma, they're all just kind of, like, going about their morning. Um, they're just some kids at an orphanage having a fun and chill time. Not as many songs as I was expecting. <laughs> uh, Emma does have red hair, so. True. It's, like, kind of curly. It's um, <laughs> and, like, this is when we learn that they're all 11 and, like, they're the older kids. I already said that. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and, uh. Mama is there. Uh, she tells Emma that she loves how deeply she cares for the family. Um, and they do, like, a morning prayer once they're all sitting. And they 
just talk about how thankful they are for uh, how safe they are under this roof and all the food that they can eat. And life's good in the orphanage. <laughs> they say grace at the Grace Fieldhouse. Mm. Uh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, That's what the house is called. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I've actually read the manga, so I know <laughs> more. Ah. Uh, I read the book. Uh, I know what's up. Look I am me. Uh, I'm Brendan. I read uh, I'm Brent. I'm an anime orphan scholar. Mm. <laughs> A prodigy. Um, <laughs> oh, so Dead Parent Club. Check. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Fair. They're all orphans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> supposedly. Ooh. Um, so Mama is, like, feeding Connie, and she kind of chides her for being like, why are you acting like such a baby today, Connie? Stop acting like a baby. But then Connie, who in the English dub is played by our good friend Jackie. Friend of the show, hey. Jackie. Hey, listen to our Sailor Moon episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, she She's like, well, that's okay, right, Mama? Like, today is my special day. I'm baby. I'm baby. <laughs> um, and then it's weird test time. Uh-oh. All of the kids are... This is the part that gets interesting. Because you think... Like, you see their environment and just, like, the way everything is, and you think that this would take place in a time that doesn't really have... Like technology, yeah, kind of thing. It could be like a Victorian England yeah. orphanage. Like nothing stands out, right? Um, but in this room, there are a bunch of like digital desks that have screens on them, and they're all taking tests, and they're using like this pen thing to scan barcodes. Um, so yeah, that's weird. Um, and then after it's over. All of the kids are like, oh, I only got through half of them. And Connie says that uh, she didn't get any of them right. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Dumb six-year-old. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> Dumb our friend, six-year-old guys. orphan. <laughs> Jackie, uh, we love you. <laughs> uh, and then Mama stands at the front of the room and she reads off the results. And uh, Norman, Emma, and Ray all got the highest scores. They got them all right, just like they always do. Huh, it's almost like they're the main characters or something. Wow. Hmm. Seems Uh, like they're nerds that need to get beaten up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the other kids kind of talk about how smart they are, and they say, uh, oh, there's never been three kids as smart as them in the house at the same time. Um, And then this character, Don, I think his name is, yeah. He challenges Norman to tag. So they go outside to play, and uh, all of the kids scatter, and then Ray uh, times the game, and Norman runs out to find everybody, uh, while Ray sits under a tree and reads a book, because he's civilized. <laughs> he's too mature for these uh, children games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of culture. <laughs> I'm 11. He's reading the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I said that without thinking. Oh, that's good. Um, Mama just sees it. Oh, shit. How'd this get in? (laughs) Uh, Propaganda. (laughs) So uh, Norman is very good at tag. He finds this, like, big group of kids easily. Uh, We see Don and Connie, and they kind of have, like, a special bond. And Don talks about how he'll always protect her and look out for her. Um, And then Norman finds them, too. And he kind of tells Don, he says... uh, you don't think enough before you act. You just act too hastily, and that's why you're not good at things. <laughs> you're a big dummy. Uh, and then Norman has found most of the kids, but Emma is still out there. And he, uh, there's like a little chase scene where he kind of gains on her, but she loses him. And then she hides up in a tree. And then Norman approaches, and he falls down. And Emma's like, oh no, Norman! And she hops down, and she's like, are you okay? And then he's like, haha, and he tags her. <laughs> too slow, kid. Yeah. Teleports behind. He he says your weakness is that you care too much. Stop it. <laughs> um, and after that, uh, Ray talks about Norman's strength being his strategy. So he's really good at tag because chess. Nope, tag is like chess, <laughs> but with your whole body. And I feel like that's not true at all. But okay. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Maybe the sure. way they play it, they kind of play it like a hide and seek. Tag hybrid. Well, what is it? They got 38 kids. Yeah. And there's like, what, 40 pieces of a chessboard? So, like, that's, yeah. Kinda? 
Yeah, yeah. you know how you p- uh, play turn-based tag? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got six seconds to move. Stratego. Dog or you just play chess, uh, but just <laughs> everyone's moving at the same time, and you just <laughs> I, have to try to counter chess. things as you're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go here, I go here. Oh god, it's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they talk about how while Norman is good at strategy, nobody outtacks Mama. No one has ever beaten her at chess. She's the best. Um, She's also an adult, then, so like you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Don kind of gets worked up again, and he's like, "Let's play tag again." But everybody else is it, and we're all trying to catch Norman. Uh, so they do that, uh, and they're all wandering around looking for him. And Emma wanders out far enough that she finds the fence, <laughs> and uh, Norman is there too. And she just goes up to him and like puts his puts her hand on his shoulder, and she's like, "Gotcha." Um, he's having, he's having like mob flashbacks. Jeez. He's yeah, just like he's staring like, at the fence. Yeah, <sighs> they both kind of stare out into the into the beyond. Um, and they talk about how dangerous the gate and the fence are, but they're also like, it's so low, like, how is this helping anybody? Yeah, the fence is like, even for these kids, it's probably up to like their like hips or yeah, like, like we or could so. we could like step over it. I mean, even they could. Yeah. Um and then Ray appears and he's says like they they aren't dangerous like it's just something she says which is suspicious huh. um and then everybody else shows up at the fence and they kind of stop talking about that and they talk about the day that they'll leave the orphanage and they bring up the fact that uh once you turn 12 you just leave they they get sent out um and the girl with glasses she remarks that uh no one who's left the orphanage ever sends letters. Uh, and Norman kind of tries to make an excuse for it. Uh, but Don is like, no, like they should have written, like we're all a family. Right. And then I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's Norman that says it, but someone says that maybe life outside is just so amazing that they forget about the orphanage and they just don't write. It's hard to write letters Um, back to your whole family when you're on roller coasters all day. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's what um, they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, girl with the glasses says that when she gets out, she wants to try on a lot of clothes. Another kid wants to eat all the good food. Don wants to date a cute girl. There's a little boy that says he wants to see a train. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Norman says he wants to travel. And Ray, when it gets to him, he's like, well, I would need to learn how to survive first. And it's like, come on, buzz. <laughs> Play in this space. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, play with me. (laughs) Um, And Emma says that she wants to stay in the orphanage forever because everybody is happy there. And she wants to be just like Mama. Mm. Um, Yeah. Um, And then Connie says that she she promises that she'll write letters even when she gets out. And uh, she says that she wants to be just like Mama and be a good parent. When she grows up. Um, and then we see Mama, and she's looking at a wall of drawings the kids have done, and she takes one off. Uh, I think we are to assume that it is Connie's. Yeah, the little drawing that says, like, me above it. She's holding a bunny, because Connie's yeah, always okay. carrying around a stuffed bunny. Yeah. Um, so it's time for Connie to go, and it's it's in the middle of the night, which is a little weird already. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, She's got a little outfit and, like, a little hat. little hat. Um, and Don gets really emotional, and he's gonna miss her. He starts crying. Um, and then Mom, uh, Mama leads Connie off into the night while humming ominously. Hmm. Um, and then Emma, after they leave, goes into the cafeteria and sees that Connie left her bunny. Oh, no. Um, oh, boy. And then Ray says... I don't think they've, like, left left yet. Maybe you and Norman should go take it to her. Um, so Norman and Emma rush out to get it to her. Um, and they approach the gate, which is open right now, because they're doing doing the switch. <laughs> it's getting adopted. I don't know. Um, doing the handoff or the goods. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, 
and they kind of approach it and Norman says, oh, we'll suffer the consequences later. Right now, let's just give Connie her bunny. Um, they go into the tunnel and there's a truck there. Emma says she's never seen a truck before. They look around. Uh, there's no music. There's just the sound of uh, this dripping water coming down from a pipe. Uh, and then Emma says, well, let's just leave the bunny in the truck bed and she'll find it. But uh, when she looks in the truck bed, she finds something. <laughs> uh, something not cool. She drops the bunny and Norman comes around to see what's in the truck. And it's Connie's body. <laughs> she is very gray, very dead. And she has flowers, red flowers stabbed into her chest. Yo, boy. Whoa. <laughs> a turn. A twist. Um, yeah. Uh, she got a florist mad immediately. <laughs> <laughs> she could, she never would have made it. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? Um, oh, I don't really like flowers. Ha ha! Dead. Um, and they hear some uh, men's voices coming out of a, coming from a room nearby and the door opens. So they hide under the truck. And they, they kind of peek out to see the guys, but they're not guys at all. They're demons. Demons. Well, alien-looking dudes. Yeah. So this is what actually surprised me when I watched the first episode the first time, because I kind of knew what was happening already, Yeah. but what I didn't know <laughs> was demons. So I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God, because I thought it was just like meat farm. <laughs> Yeah. But I didn't know it was didn't know it was that. Um so uh the demons talk about how badly they want to eat the kids, but they're not allowed to because the human flesh from this farm is the highest quality. Only the richest can afford it. Mm, chef kiss. Mm, delicious. <laughs> um and then another demon comes in and he is kind of looking at a list and he says uh the kids have all been very average lately and uh Mama is there, and this is when we learn that her name is Isabella, because he addresses her as such, and he tells her to prepare the highest-ranking kids for plucking. Um, and that's when he smells something. Oh no. A smelly smell. Uh, but when he looks under the truck, they're gone. Uh, huh. they, they dashed back to the orphanage, uh, and they stop to catch their breath, and Emma has a panic attack. And she doesn't want to believe what they saw. She doesn't want to believe that this place where they all feel so safe is just a farm. That they're just food. But Norman, just kind of the logical dude he is, is just like, no, like, it's happening. This is this is real. Um, and Emma just starts sobbing. Um, and when they go back into the, the building, Ray is there and he's like, oh, did you guys make it? And they look really upset, like, visibly, like shaken and norman's just like no we didn't make it um but they left the bunny behind they left the bunny they don't have Uh the bunny but they say they didn't make it and then norman and emma are talking and he says that they should escape the three of them but emma doesn't want to leave everybody behind and this is i was really emotional here i don't know why i just got really sad i was like oh man these poor kids ohana no one gets left behind or forgotten. <laughs> um, and Norman says that he'll use his superior strategy skills to make sure all the kids get out okay. And there's like this music playing and it's kind of swelling and then it stops dead and we see a shot of Mama holding the bunny. And I was just like, oh shit. Oh boy. I thought that was so cool. I loved that. But yeah, that's, uh, that's episode one. The show and series has, like, a lot of great, like, reactions and just, like, a lot of emotion in the characters' faces. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, like, I was noting to myself, they have really beautiful animation, except for when they don't, because they strategically (laughs) will, like, to build the tension, start using, like, uglier, grittier-looking animation. Yeah. And I think that's a really nice touch. That's interesting, because they do that in Kakegurui, too. But Kakegurui mm. is just not as good of a show. <laughs> so it's this not are as like successful. Using it well. They yeah. they have some weird like shot cuts <laughs> that yeah. they I think they're trying to use to build tension, but mm. they just seem weird and like disjointed. But yeah. 
uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going for with it, but uh, th- it, it's building the suspense. I'll give them that. Mm. I think it's because they don't have, like, big, flashy, like, Naruto One Piece fight sequences and stuff. So they're just like, we gotta really emphasize the scenes we do have. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing mm. too insane about this show besides the demons, which we only see in this, you know, that small segment of episode one. So they're like, we really got to emphasize the emotion in these, you know, just these kids, because it's all you got on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You need an elaborate tag sequence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also didn't mention uh, all the kids wear white, because the orphanage is like their uniforms, and they got a tattoo on their neck of like a serial yeah. number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That choice meat. Mm. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, episode two. Uh, we start, uh, of course, with a dream of uh, Emma seeing Connie getting eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she wakes up, freaks out, uh, and it's the next morning, and uh, Emma is just seeing, like, Mama interact with everyone, is freaking out, and Norman's like, hey, be cool. Keep it together. Mm-hmm. You gotta pretend like it wasn't us, because she doesn't know who left the bunny behind. So, uh, don't. Don't make her suspicious. Don't be a snitch. Be chill. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, they know that Mama knows something's up, so they're uh, they're just trying to blend in at this point. Uh, so they break away and they start to uh, figure out what uh, they're like, like why people are getting selected, and they uh, learned. Or they figure out that their age determines, like, the grade of the meat. So the uh, older they are, up to 12, the better the meat is. Uh, and mm-hmm. also, uh, the people who get higher test scores mean they get to age more. Sort of like they're, uh, they like to eat brains, maybe. So they're, uh, they want the smarter kids to get older so they're more developed and more delicious. Yeah, this part was very info dumpy and they assume a lot oh. of things in it. But, like, yeah. as an audience, you're like, well, that must be the truth. But also, why did they figure it out so quickly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, smart kids. Th- this is definitely the writers being like, hey, this is what it is. They didn't just figure it out. This is us, the <laughs> yeah. writers, telling, telling you what's you. happening. <laughs> um, I mean, the best noodles are the smart noodles. Ha. Uh, good noodles. Also, also, teens have bad meat, apparently. No Nasty. Tough. Oh, angsty. Yeah. Don't want Greasy. Yeah. Get those hormones out of here! So yeah, they uh, do the math and they uh, figure out that basically every two months uh, there's a shipment. uh, So they have about two months to figure out an escape route. Uh, So they're out playing, quote-unquote, in the woods as they start to uh, plot. Uh, They, yeah, basically... Uh, we get a big ol' info dump uh, in this episode as they just, like, coordinate their plan. So they talk about, okay, uh, uh, we need to figure out uh, a day escape since everyone would be out in the yard. Uh, uh, they uh, go and recon the woods. They find a big, like, giant uh, cement wall uh, that's uh, too smooth and uh, to climb, but there are trees that they can jump to. Uh, So they figure out that if they need to get everyone out to get all the uh, younger kids out, they need a rope of some kind. Mm -hmm. uh, They are called back, uh, and we see one of the younger kids lost their partner out in the woods, and mom... uh, And mama's like, oh, that's fine, and pulls out a pocket watch and looks at it, and we see it's a tracking device. Oh, shit. Ah. Uh, Things got more complicated. Um, so, uh, uh, she uses that to find the kid, but, uh, Emma and Norman realize, oh, she is showing it off to everyone to show that she knows that, uh, she can track people. So she's saying, hey, you idiots, I know where you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. so it's sort of a little, little warning for whoever's plotting at something. Yeah. Um, games. But they also figure out that she doesn't have, like, uh, tracking on where they are at any given time. It's only when she checks her, like, pocket watch thing. Uh, so later on that night, Emma is 
uh, being all sad, thinking about Connie in the hallway, and oh, Mama catches her. Hot shit. That was good. I liked this part. No, tense. yeah, this was so tense. Uh, so Mama catches her being sad in the hallway while Norman is like, uh, was about to turn the corner and is like watching. Uh, but Emma acts her ass off and is like, oh, I'm, I'm, I just miss Connie, but, but I'll, I'll find her one day. Ha ha ha. Cause everything's. When she, uh, <laughs> when, when she was like, when they were hugging and Emma just goes, I wonder what Connie's doing right now. Like with that tone of voice, like very, ob- I feel like very yeah. obviously being like, I'm the one that saw that. Yeah. yeah, I was like yeah. Emma. Why would you do that? Oh my god! <laughs> Poking the bear. Yeah, yeah, it was. She was doing so well until that moment where she's like, "Hmm, what's Connie doing? I hope she's happy and alive." <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> like that when idiot. Norman like <laughs> Norman like turns a corner. He's like, "Hey Emma," I was like, "Shit!" And he like just jumps back because like, <laughs> he's very like calm and it's just like a very like panic moment of like, "Ah fuck!" And he like jumps back behind the corner. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, another kid comes in to say dinner's served and saves her. So uh, she and Norman quickly like go down the stairs, and just as they're about to go out of sight, Mama's like, "Oh, one more thing. Did you go to the gate last night?" Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and they're like, uh, uh, "Who us? No, we're law-abiding citizens. We never go near there. That's against the rules." <laughs> what are you, a cop? <laughs> You legally have to tell me if you're a mama. <laughs> <I plead. laughs> uh, so yeah, they get down to the bottom of the stairs and they like collapse because that was the tensest shit they've ever gone through. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Ray sees them have their freak out once they're out of sight. Uh, so that night they sneak into a storage closet and they steal old tablecloths that they'll tie together to make a rope. They steal the tablecloths, but Ray follows and is on to them. He knows what's up. He got perfect scores, too. Mm-hmm. He's not yeah, dumb like all those out. other kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark. Dumb five-year-old Mark. Goddamn idiot. God, <laughs> worthless. Dead weight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they uh, uh, go back out to the wall, uh, and Ray follows them. Uh, to confront and be like, hey, what's up? And we see Mama notice that Ray is not sitting with his book under the tree. So she also knows something's up. Uh, so at this point, they start looping in Ray on all of the goings-ons. And uh, Ray is like, okay, well, if we want to have a genuine escape, we need to cut the dead weight because we have a lot of, like, little, little kids that are mm-hmm. gonna b- slow us down, give away our cover, and all that. Uh, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I was just shitting on Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Mark. We just fucking hate fucking Mark, Mark here. <laughs> the characters we love, we love wholeheartedly. The characters we don't like, we despise and shit on them. <laughs> Even <laughs> if they're six. <laughs> that won't save you. Uh so yeah, uh uh Emma is uncompromising in that everyone needs to go with them because they're not going to just leave their friends behind to be food. Uh and Norman realizes that uh she was crying before because uh not cuz she was like freaked out and scared, but she's just so dedicated to like her family at the orphanage that uh, she's gonna uh, keep uh, fighting for them no matter what. So it's a it's a passionate plea rather than just uh, naive. Uh, we all have to be friends. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, that Ray finally agrees that uh, everyone needs to come along, and they get called back to the house, and they find uh, one new sibling, a little little kid, and one new mama. There's oh, an assistant, Sister Krona, uh, who's going to uh, be adding a little extra uh, supervision. Got new muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's very big. She's a big lady. Yeah. Big, tough, fierce. <laughs> Rough, tough. Tonka's got the stuff. Um, uh, Ray also confronts Emma, saying, like, hey, we're being shipped out for our meat to a bunch of demons. That means there's other demons outside. 
that means we have to assume everything outside is demon society. And, like, even if we escape, we're not safe. Like, then we'll have to survive Mm -hmm. out there with the demons. So, kind of arguing his case more of, like, these little kids ain't gonna help us. And Emma's still just like, yeah, tough shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave (laughs) them here where we're guaranteed to get eaten. Yeah. You always gotta take the chance. You always gotta have hope. Yeah. Uh, So then we get to episode three. And we see that uh, Sister Crone's her new room is like on the same floor with all the kids. I don't think we actually get to see uh, Mama's room, um, so I'm not sure where it is. But we see Sister Crone is like in the same hallway with the kids, so she can like be around them and hear them and keep a closer eye on them, which means security's tight now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right at the top of the stairs, mm-hmm. so they can't sneak out at night. Yeah, and um, after we see this, it cuts away to the trio in a room, and Ray says. We got a new younger sister, who's a year old, and we got a new nanny. So, that's two sources of new information. Excuse me. Two sources of new information saying kids are still coming in from somewhere. They're not born here. And that uh, there are adults outside of the house. And they, like, there are, you know, people can live outside of this house. It's not just all demons tearing people apart and stuff. So, he's trying to deduce whatever Mm. information they can from any new information. So he said, if there's other nannies outside of this house, maybe there's other farms like ours, and maybe there's more of these, and he's just trying to piece together stuff. There's a lot of jumping to insane conclusions off of any little tidbit of information. You know, arguably it's because these kids are so smart, or because it's a very isolated uh, setting and plot, and they have to progress it any way they can. Mm-hmm. You, you decide. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ray says uh, they also have the trackers in them that Mama was looking at in her pocket watch. So, he said, to have the trackers in them, where even the kids don't know about them, they have to probably be small, they don't get recharged, so they're probably battery-operated, and if she's able to track it without, you know, having it tethered into anything, it's probably, like, radio waves or something, and he says, like, that technology doesn't exist in 2015, so it's like, oh, what a specific year, so, yeah, I'm guessing it's yeah. 2015. <laughs> yeah, because... weird. There, we see like the calendar. They keep updating us on like the progress of time, and they say the year is twenty forty five. Yeah, it's no, it's not really spoiler, but yeah, the the year they think it is isn't the year it actually is in the outside world. Gotcha. So that's oh. why they kind of tease that in the beginning, and they'll hit, they'll get to it later. Where like once once they find out what's going on, they're like, oh, we're being fed information, like all the information they have in the house, like all these books were like. Uh, tailored specifically for them and stuff. So, and, mm. and then Ray's like, or it could just be demon technology, in which case we're fucked. It's like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. What a downer. We're all Ray's gonna just the die. downer. <laughs> Ray's me. <laughs> it's like, you're not wrong, well, but you're still being a dick. Wait. Oh. Who's who? If you're Ray and there's Emma and Norman, I guess I'm Emma, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're probably the most optimistic out of the three of us. Yeah, that leaves Norman for Dukes. Oh, boy. New cosplays. Cosplay. Cosplay. I mean, you could be Don. Don's Let's fun. cosplay as 11-year-old kids. Yeah. Oh, I'd have to shave. No, thank you. Nope. I'm Norman, but nope. with a beard. Get over it. <laughs> I'm a Norman. I want to be Phil. Phil is, by far, the best boy. Like, he Which doesn't do that? much... He's just like the little kid, like kind of tan with big blue eyes, and he's kind of got like the amethyst, like cat mouth. He really doesn't do much, oh. at least in the three episodes we watch. But I fucking love Phil. Phil's <laughs> such a good kid. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Um, so Norman yes. says, like, we just got this new kid in the house. She's a year old, so she's still really young and needs to be taken care of. That'll give us a chance to kind of like check her out and see, like, if they embedded a tracker into her, like as a baby. It might still have, like, a seam or a mark or something of where they put the tracker in her. So we should, like, kind of check her out to see if we can find out where the trackers are. Let's and interrogate this baby. <laughs> where is he? Google Gaga, <laughs> where is he? <laughs> it's like that comic where it's like, okay, Jeffy, oh, where's, where's mama? Mommy? All right, where's daddy? Okay, Jeffy. Where's Osama Bin Laden? <laughs> where's Osama? Uh, so then we get a scene of uh, Sister Crone talking to Mama, and she's thanking her, like, oh, thank you for, like, letting me come out here and help you with your farm and stuff. And Mama's real quick to, like, shut that shit down. I'm like, nah, you're assistant. 
You're security for me. I didn't request you. I just need another body. You're nothing to me. Like, just kind of really, like, setting the tone of, like, I'm mama, your sister, learn your place. It's like, oh, shit. Mm. But we find from Sister Crone, like, talking about her, like, uh, mama is, like, the youngest mama, and she has the highest grade, like, kids and stuff and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. she's, like, you're legit, like, she's the best mama. So it's, like, it's an honor to be working at this uh, farm. And then uh, mama says, like, oh... Uh, some kids found out the secret, and Krim's like, ah, shit, we gotta, like, wrangle them up and send them away right away. It's like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're breaking protocol. I got a plan. I got a good idea who it is, and I got an idea of how to cater to them. And Krim is like, okay, I see what you're doing. And it cuts away to her in her room later, talking to this weird, like, Frankenstein monster baby doll thing she has. Yeah, and it was unsettling. She's crazy. Yeah. So she's kind of just, like, talking to it and gloating of, like, oh, uh, if Mama messed up, I can, like, rat her out. And then if she's gone, I'll take her to the farm. And then I'll be the new Mama. And I always wanted to be a Mama. But then if I'm a Mama, I have a bunch of more kids. But then I'm not going to have any more time for you. But I'll still take care of you. Like, talking to the the doll as if it's a child. It's like, oh, okay. She's unhinged. She's got some, yep. She's got them crazy eyes. So Mm. now we got... Mama's trying to catch uh, the trio. The trio are trying to escape without alerting Mama. And now Crone is trying to, like, get both of them. So, what was once Mama's yeah, allies sabotage now? Mama. Yeah. It's a third party now. Oh. My doorbell just rang. Hello? Dang dong. Hello? Oh, shit, Mama found out. Oh, God. Run, <laughs> Brendan, run. They're here for you. So then after Crone uh, is saying all this, we cut away to Norman and Ray that are washing dishes like after dinner and they're kind of planning while they were like whispering to each other quietly. And we see Crone in the background like lifting all the kids up and playing with them. And they're like, oh man, it's going to be really tough to like get everyone to turn against, you know, Sister Crone and Mama since they both seem to love them so much. And, and Ray's just kind of like washing the dishes and he has like a knife or a fork, I think. And he's like, well... We don't want the adults to find out we're escaping, and we don't want them to alert the demons before we escape, so we'll uh, take care of them. So Jesus, Ray. It's like fucking Stab. murder so quick. <laughs> I, I mean, mean they are, yeah. They're being, they're being sent off to be eaten by demons, so, like, fair. Truly but, fair, killer yeah. be killed. Yeah. So, like, that, I'll allow Just, it. I'll, I'll allow it this time, but watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> uh, just a very stabby 11-year-old. Uh, and then as they're talking, Sister Crone, like, leans in her head in between two of them. It's like, oh, hey, guys. What you talking about? You got whispers? I like whispers. I like to whisper, too. Secret. Yeah. <laughs> Just being really not subtle of, like, I heard you talking, <laughs> and I want to know what you're talking about. It's like, okay, Crone. <laughs> like, really not subtle. <laughs> uh, but she just kind of does that to see what they're talking about and you know, kind of give them a scare of, like, I got my eye on you. Uh, and then we cut away to Emma. She's taking care of the new baby. Uh, Carolyn? I don't know. Sure. Carol. Uh, uh, baby. Carol. Uh, so she's just, like, taking care of her and changing her diaper and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's still a baby, so, uh, it looks like the girls will take care of the babies, uh, when Mama can't. Uh, so we see Emma and Gilda, like, changing diapers. And, uh, while Emma's doing it, she's looking over the baby, like, trying to find out any scar or seam or any injection point or something where the tracker would be. And, uh, Gilda's like, hey, Emma, what are you, em- Emma? Like, he's trying to talk to her, it's like, Yo, you're really deep in this baby, aren't you? Like, you're really <laughs> investigating this. I want you and to take back that sentence right now. Sorry about that, Din. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> take, it take it again. Take it again. Take it again. Gilda keeps trying to talk to Emma. Of like, Emma, what are you? What? Emma, what? E- Emma? It's like, Emma's just like super obsessed with trying to find this like tracker and like doesn't even pay attention to Gilda when she's talking. And uh, we see Gilda kind of, like, is starting to notice stuff and be like, what's Emma so worked up about? She seems to be acting different. And that's what Emma, like, is thinking. And she goes back to when Mama confronted her and touched her ear when she was talking to her. Mm. She's like, oh. And she checks the baby's ear. And sure enough, there's, like, it looks like a mosquito bite or something, like a bump on the back of her ear. She's like, that's it. That's where the trackers are. They put us. They put them in our ears. But, you know, by the time they're older, it heals over so they don't even notice. So uh, Emma's like, oh, yeah, that's when they, like, took blood from us when we were young to, like, study us and stuff. You know, all that precious ear blood. Yeah, all that good, good ear Mm. blood. The best place to take blood from. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm surprised they didn't think of like, oh, they have trackers at us. Be like, hey, remember when they took blood from us when we were children? It's probably there. These kids are so <laughs> damn smart. Uh, so then we come back to Mama is checking in. She's got like big headphones on and is talking to like a microphone, like a radio transmitter. And she's talking with Grandma. Oh, oh. <sighs> not <And> Grandma, grandma. <laughs> not Grandma. And so Grandma's asking like, those three special shipments are still on schedule. You know, their time's coming up. And Mama's like, yeah, yeah, we're still good. Grandma's like, good, because the other plants are fucking up, and we can't afford to, to miss your shipment. Your shipment's special, like high grade quality meat. Mwah. That so good ish. Sure. That good shit. They good <laughs> kids. And uh, mom is like, yeah, yeah, we're still on track. And then we cut away to like a council of demons who don't have mustaches, but might as well be twirling them, like laughing maniacally. <laughs> and they're just like, ah, the special grade meat. We're going to offer it up to the one. Wink, wink, ha, huh, ha, huh, wink, nudge, nudge. So meat's clearly- back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, clearly it's not just like, hey, this is some good shit. Like, they're like, oh, this is like a special sacrificial plate to like some higher, higher up in like the demon society. So they really can't afford to lose uh, at least the three main kids. So then we cut back to the trio talking and they're sharing information they gathered up. And they're coming up with plans to break the trackers. And Emma shares it's in their ears. And Ray says, there's clearly no proximity alerts for the trackers when they get close to like the fence or the gate. Since they were all able to do it and Mama didn't find out. At least not because of the trackers. And then uh, he said they probably can't specify the individual either. Like, she was able to find out what kid was missing because it was the only kid that was missing out of that group that one time. Mm. So, the trackers are, you know, still good technology, but it's not super advanced. And, it, you know, they Mama can only see it when she's looking at the pocket watch, not at all times. But he said if there's any notification or any system in place for the trackers, it'll probably go off when they're broken. So, if they break the trackers right away, Mama will know. So they agree that, like, we can't break these until we're, like, as we're leaving, like, at the very last second. So, uh, and then Ray says, like, don't worry about breaking the trackers. I got some ideas. I'm the I'm the tech guy. I'm the tech whiz. So uh, I'll figure <laughs> out a plan to, like, break those. And they also talk about, like, they'll have to convince all the other kids that Mama, you know, the person that's been taking care of them that everyone loves, is evil. So, like, yeah, that's going to be much rougher to do. And also, trying to escape all these kids is going to be tough because they're all weak little baboos. So, we got to figure out a way to, like, strengthen their core. Make them tough. <laughs> so, Emma comes up Training. with the idea. Training. Montage. Let's get down to business. Dun, dun. Down to business. To, to escape. The mama. The mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emma comes up with the idea of, like, oh, we can play tag. And we can use that as training, but, you know, under the disguise of, like, oh, we're just playing. Like, don't worry about us, Mom. But we'll actually be training them. And uh, Emma, out of the three, Emma is the most, like, fit, like, physically. So she's like, I'll be running around to, like, keep a track of everyone. Uh, Norman's the smartest, so he'll come up with, like, all the strategies and help him with that. And Ray never plays tag, so it'll be weird if all of a sudden he is. So he'll stay back at his tree reading books. And then anyone who's caught, he'll teach them, like, little tricks and tips of, like... Oh, make fake footprints and then cover up your real ones and, like, oh, run downwind so they can't, like, smell you or something. You know, all these little tricks of, like, escaping. Yeah, he'll, he'll give the, like, oh, here's where you went wrong since yeah. he's in the, like, timeout portion. Yeah, he's in, like, the loser mm-hmm. corner. So he's like, you got caught first because you're bad at this. Like, let me teach you how to be better. And uh, this is, uh, meanwhile, all this is going on. Crone is watching all of them playing. And she's like, oh, tag A. This seems fun. Let me get in on this shit. Let me play your little kid <laughs> games. I'm a giant woman. Let me beat your ass at tag. Mind if I so, fuck around and hunt you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they all agree. They're like, all right, Crone can play tag, but she's it. So all the kids are going to hide, and then she's going to chase after them. And Raisin in this one as well. So she's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Let's play some tag. You know, she counts to 20 or whatever. And it goes running off. She's like, oh, I'm so excited. I get to see what these kids can really do. Oh, and, and also then, she sets like a 20-minute time limit to uh, give herself a handicap. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The tag can only go for so long. So, uh, And as she starts running, she notices like, oh, fake footprints. Pretty sneaky, sis. It's like, 
I gotta step my game up. I gotta be legit now. I gotta come after these kids in full force. So she just starts tearing through the woods, and we see she makes like little designs, like stars, hearts, clovers, horseshoes, uh, blue moons, uh, in the leaves <laughs> around the forest. About and red she, balloons. Ah, that's it. Red balloons. Too spooky. <laughs> Too scary. No, I'm talking about Lucky Charms. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, all float over the wall, I see. <laughs> they all float oh up my there. Goodness. A lot of references this episode. <laughs> uh, so Crone just carves like little, she cuts little patterns and leaves, and it just leaves them throughout the woods. And all the younger kids get distracted, and they all gather up and like, oh, I got a star, oh, I got a heart. And then Crone comes out of nowhere and is like, I got all of you. Like, you fell for my ruse, you dumb kid. And this you is boarded my ruse cruise, you idiot children. <laughs> Got a w- one-way trip to the meat factory. And uh, <laughs> this is when the trio starts noticing, like, ah, oh, shit, the little kids are getting distracted. Like, they're falling for our tricks. So they're trying to help them more aggressively, like, during the game. And we see Chrome, like, running up, like, about to get two kids. And Emma just flies out of nowhere and picks them both up. It's Phil and, like, another uh, some girl, I think. And she's she's carrying a while she's running. Clearly showing she's like the most fit out of all these kids because that's hard to do. And she's able to. Crone is just on top of her the whole time, and Emma's able to jump down like this little rock path and like break out of sight. And when she does, she hides behind some rocks with the kids. And this is when Crone starts walking around like gloating, trying to egg her out, like egg her on, and trying to get her to come out of hiding. Of like, oh, well, you know, Emma, if you saw the harvest the other day. I'll, I can be on your. I can help you out with that. Like I could, I could be on your side and help you against Mama. And kind of just playing your hand very openly in front of these two kids that don't know anything in Emma. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, Crone isn't the brightest, so no. uh, she's like gloating and trying to get her out. And while she's saying that, Emma's kind of freaking out and doesn't realize Crone found her. It's like right on top of her, like gotcha, and tags them. So she gets Emma and the two kids. So Crone just keeps running around. And uh, she's, the only ones that are left are Ray and Norman. And she just cannot catch them. Like, they're not faster than her, but they keep outmaneuvering her. And she gets, like, this really, like, like, uh, uh, what's the right word? I guess, like, uh, uh, ominous look down of, like, Norman from, like, a top of rocks, like, staring down at her, like, too slow, bitch. I'm on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Ray just comes up and slaps her of, like, time's up. We win. Norman like, uh Norman got a 20 on that intimidation check. <laughs> yeah. He's going in hard. So no- Ray and Norman were able to escape her the whole time and win. And now uh, Crone is like, alright, I think I know who's I think I knew who figured out uh, what's going on with the secret at the gate. It's like, yeah, it's clearly the oldest and smartest of the kids in the house. Like, duh. The three talented ones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but while she's looking around at the kids, she also like looks at Gilda for a little too long. He's like, huh, and her glasses are all like not fogged up, but it's like the anime thing where they're like the glasses are tilted at a weird angle, so it's just a solid color, not like clear. Mm-hmm. And then we get a shot of the trio talking in private in like another closet or something. And Norma suspects that Mama is making moves now that they're focusing on Crone, uh, Sister Crone, so much. So she's like, "Well, we're not paying attention to Mama. She's doing stuff behind the scenes we're not sure about. So you know, we're at a disadvantage with that." And then uh, they start suspecting. We're like, "Well." If Mama's making moves behind the scenes, that that means she has to have some eyes out here to watch us to know what we're still up to. It's like there's no cameras, and we saw Sister Crone the whole time, so it's not her. We're like, what if there's a traitor amongst the kids? We got a rat, got a liar, and uh, they suspect that there might be a kid who's an informant for Mama, given a given her insider scoop. And then uh, we cut to dinner. Everyone's getting ready for dinner. And Emma's kind of having another, like, panic attack, freaking out. Like, not only is my mom trying to kill me, but now I got one, like, someone within my family of siblings that I'm trying to save is also betraying us. Like, what the fuck? Because family is so important to her. So, and that's where we leave off with episode three. Oh. Yeah. Trust no one. Not even yourself. Exhausting. Not even Phil. (laughs) You can trust Phil. Phil's good. You can't trust Mark, though. Not Mark. Yeah, fucking, fucking Mark. Goddamn fucking five-year-old. <laughs> no, he's, he's so a mean. traitor just because he sucks so bad. Just because he's so... I just want to get rid of him. <laughs> so, say he's the traitor. Ship him off in the next shipment. <laughs> hey, we're well, here to pick up that high-grade quality meat. Uh, Here's Mark. Here's Mark instead. Oh, And even God. the demons are like, oh, fucking Mark. Uh, Mark's like the Slim Jim of kids. 
Ah, it's like Taco Bell meat <laughs> of kids. Ugh. Ew. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Promise Neverland. Yeah. How you feeling? How you feeling, guys? Are we there yet? Ooh, I was loving this. Ooh. Like, good. It's good to hear. Yeah, like, the narrative definitely got me, because, yeah, this is, uh, I forgot to mention it this whole episode. This is Chicken kids. Run. It's Chicken oh. Run. This, yeah, this show is Chicken Run. <laughs> it's just Chicken Run. It's with, Chicken like, Run. Kids. Uh, but, but we stand Chicken Run. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was really liking it. Uh, uh, like the building of suspense was good. I was liking the world that they had. Um, there were like little bits of like mm, this. Uh, uh, there's some like the weird like shot stuff and all that. Uh, like info dumpy things. I was like, okay, it, mm-hmm. you're getting a little lazy with this, but overall, you know, I was Dave, really liking it. Yeah, yeah, they also only have twelve episodes to do it all in. Yeah, so like. It's kind of fair that they're just like, here they are figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you also got to give them like the caveat of like these kids are smart, like super super duper smart, and that's how they figure everything out. Because like otherwise, it's like yeah, I wouldn't have figured that out as a twelve year old. It's like yeah, but these are like super smart. But kids. these kids are better than you, so it's fine yeah, in every way. These kids will <laughs> kick your ass. But yeah, yeah. that's real like I really enjoyed it too. Oh. Yeah, I like I said before, I've seen the first episode, but. Nothing beyond that, but uh, that hooked me before. I just never found the time to watch it, and then really, really hooked me in today. And honestly, I have nothing else to do, so I might just finish it because ooh, it is ooh, only twelve episodes. 12 episodes. And but I just feel like I don't know. Like I feel like I just want to know what's gonna happen. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. I mean, there are it, there is another season coming out, and it is definitely one of the, like the yeah. uh, bigger attention anime of the last season. It definitely got a lot of attention and a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the manga, like, is pretty new and uh, got a lot of attention really quick for just a different premise than all the other anime we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's it got a big following real fast, and it's just blown blown up. And uh, as someone who follows the manga, I think it keeps the quality. Like, I don't think it's really dipped at any certain spot. So uh, mm. it's good. Is the I'm manga ongoing, or is it uh, is it over? It's ongoing. I'm interested. It seems like a story oh, okay. that might have a finite ending planned. It doesn't seem like a one piece that would just go on mm-hmm. forever until the sun collapses in, in on itself. <laughs> um, so I am curious if they actually plan on ending it soon. But personally, I prefer stories that actually just wrap up at a certain point and they know when to call it quits. Me too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there is still plenty. Like like we said, 12 episodes in the first season. I'm pretty sure I know what season or episode 12 is. Um, so there's still plenty of content to go after that. Like there's still plenty of story to cover. And like I said, I, I enjoyed them keeping up. It's probably one of the shows I'm better with all the names of the characters with a, cause they're Americanized. Cause I'm a dumb, uh, ignorant American and B <laughs> cause I actually read the manga. So I'm actually able to keep track of all the names. So yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Hooray. Weeb are there. Weeb did it. Weeb did it. We really did that. <laughs> we love children being murdered. <laughs> is that is that not what we're taking away from the show? I can't say that's what I'm taking away from it, bud. Oh, uh, okay. We love powerful mamas. <laughs> uh, that is true. Well, speaking of powerful characters. Uh, we, we we got something fun going on next week. Uh, what what if you had the power of a country boiled down into cute anime boys? Well, what? well then I uh, think I think you got Italia. Oh. Uh, My brain is fogged over with memories <laughs> of freshman year of high school. <laughs> Getting flashbacks. Yeah, I won't get too into it in this episode, but this is one of the few shows I actually am familiar with and have seen a fair bit of. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into Italia next week. Oh, I know relatively nothing. I'll be the Dugan of that episode. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was obsessed. So we'll see what happens (laughs) to me. I better start growing my beard. And if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can uh, reach out to us. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com. 
Uh, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Are we there yet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. And if you like this podcast and you feel enough gumption to start your own, check out Podcast. It's the hosting service we use and it's one I helped create. Woo! Mm. Entrepreneurial ship! Yeah, I get no money from it. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork and this week's recommendation. Ooh. And, yes. <laughs> and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Never trust Mark. Mark is a traitor. Mark. Mark.